Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. It's really interesting because uh, Jennifer's story uh, has a lot to do with my story. It was very similar in some of the tracks that, and ways it developed throughout her life. Uh, so I I really can empathize, empathize with her. Now, I'm not doing any dough, uh, no cookie mm-hmm. dough, but um, she is, and this is Jennifer Dolander, and she uh, is the founder and franchiser, I guess you might say, of Alumni Cookie Dough. Glad to have you with us this morning, Jennifer. Thank, thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here with you. Well, I never thought I'd talk to the cookie dough lady, but I've got her today, and I'm going to find <laughs> out all about uh, what you do and how it works out. I think that we do have two things in common. Uh, one is everybody needs hope, and everybody ought to like cookie dough, right? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. I, I, your story really starts with a, an eye-opening, very unusual twist. Uh, tell us about that. Well, um, you know, like I, I told you, it's it, it really my life kind of took a turn um, in 2012 when I had life-saving um, open-heart surgery. Um, I was born with a congenital heart defect, but did not know it until I was 34. Um, so I had always been a runner. I'd run the Peachtree Road Race every year. I had two babies and never knew about this heart defect. And when I I actually went to work for Oconee County um, teaching school and they required a physical and that's when I found out about it. Um, A local doctor here, David Gaines, um, I still tell him to this day that he saved my life because he heard something a little funny and wanted me to go get it checked out. Um, And it truly did save my life because by the time I went into surgery, when I was 38, Um, I had developed, not only did they replace my aortic valve, which that's what the congenital heart defect was, um, I was born with a bicuspid valve instead of a tricuspid. And, but by the time they got me into surgery, I had developed a five centimeter aortic aneurysm. So, um, if gone undetected, which often it does, unfortunately, um, there would have been no saving me. So I feel very blessed. And I realized after that, just how short life really is. And that, um, you know, this is our, this is our one chance and realized that, you know, I needed to make some tough changes in my life. I was in an unhealthy marriage and realized that, you know, I needed to, I needed to change. And so I did. And it's um, with that, very shortly after I met my current husband. So it's, um, I always say it's, it's in God's timing. Um, it doesn't, doesn't always make sense to us, the timing of our lives. But um, oftentimes when you look back, you can say, okay, that's what was going on. Well, so, I think uh, um, God always has a little bit different clock than we do. Uh, Amen. And uh, <laughs> we have to accept that and, and run with it. You know, I'm curious as to how you could run a Peachtree road race uh, with your condition, not knowing what it was. Uh, I I don't understand that. You know, I look back and wonder the same thing. I think the doctors do as well. Um, I was very active, um, you know, an an active runner. 
and I never had any pain. I never had any discomfort. Um, you know, went through two pregnancies and one being a C-section and no one ever detected anything. So it is, uh, it truly is a miracle looking back and um, just looking at, at what I've done and what I went through and um, that it was never detected. Well, I, uh, there's a, outfit called the lifeline i think that's what they're called and they do all these tests on you they're not invasive at all they just hook you up to certain things and only takes about an hour and fortunately i passed that but i i want to give a shout out for lifeline and other outfits like them because if you can detect this early you can do something about it until you get to the five centimeter uh, situation that you were in and that's a bunch right five centimeters is a bunch it is yeah, it was it was definitely, you know, when you hear about people and unfortunately I've known a couple that literally seemed very healthy and they literally dropped dead and there's no saving them. That is usually what happens, either an aortic aneurysm or some type of brain aneurysm. So I do consider consider myself very, very blessed. Well, I like the term miracle. I've had a couple of those in my lifetime and maybe many of us have, but uh there's no way to explain them except you accept them. And, Absolutely. And, and, and be go thankful. That's, that's exactly Absolutely. right. Uh, yeah, I, I be also, thankful. And- I, I noticed that you, you mentioned the term second chance. My golly, I've had a couple of those, and we all also <laughs> have it. And we remember them with a lot of uh, smiles on our faces, you might say. Uh, yes. So you were given a second chance when you found that, uh, and, that aneurysm or potential aneurysm. And yes, it, it made you think a little bit more about life. And then where did we go after that? Well, after that, I really, you know, like I said, I, I, I was in an unhealthy marriage and I really needed to think about that part of my life. I had two small children and did not, I, I realized I was not setting a good example for them by being in a marriage that I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want them to be in. And so, um, I did, you know, make that change. I, I left that marriage and it was very difficult because, you know, um, he was, he's not a bad man. He's a good man, father to my children. And it was just a very unhealthy situation. And, um, you know, looking back, it was, it was several months between the time that I had made that decision. And when I actually told him and I had, I had, said one prayer over and over and over again every single day for months and months and months. And it was, please, Lord, give me perfect timing and perfect words, perfect timing, perfect words. And looking back, it truly was because I would have never met my husband that I have now. His name is Mike. And it truly was perfect timing, perfect words. And I just, um, it, it really taught me to trust and to have hope that, you know, things are going to get better and you just have to hold on. Well, there's that good old word again, hope, and that's what we're all about. Uh, I, I tell you, sometimes a second go around in a marriage uh, is really so uh, encouraging and allows you to really make what you want to make out of life. And I guess that happens many times. My two brothers uh, had a second marriage. Uh, one of them right. worked out and one of them didn't. 
But right. uh, the one that did work out brought on two children. So right. when I think of Mother's <laughs> Day, I say, well, now, now, Mandy, my wife, you, you're not my mother. But I quickly think about it. But you are the mother of my children. And so we celebrate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Very Absolutely. much. She's been a great Absolutely. mother. Uh, all right. So we get into teaching. And uh, that satisfies you for a while. How long did you teach? <laughs> I taught for about 14 years and I loved it. I was a special education teacher and a regular education teacher and treated those kids like my own. It was um, Oconee County is a wonderful place to teach. I, I actually taught in Clark County and Oconee and both great places to teach. I love both of them dearly. And um, being a special education teacher is tough. My hat's off to all of those special ed teachers. Um, and, you know, one thing that was difficult for me at the end was I would see all of the improvements that my kids made throughout the year. And, but, you know, we like to test these kids to death. And it was, it was really, really hard for me to continually year after year, not for the state of Georgia to always look at my kids, most of them, you know, they were in the red. They're never going to pass that state test. And I thought, you know, I am just, I didn't get into teaching to test these kids. I got into teaching to teach. And it was just really wearing on me. And I really started praying about it for a change and didn't know what that change was going to be until the summer of 2018. <laughs> and that is when the cookie dough business landed in my lap. Um, and my life literally changed from that point on. All right. Now, the cookie dough business, you say, landed in your lap. But uh, that's probably probably trying to be kind to yourself. Uh, you had to think <laughs> about it a little bit. Uh, there I, was there was a lot of thought, a lot of sleepless nights and um, a lot of planning. That's that's definitely the easy way to say it. But um, it was because of a trip. I took my daughter to New York for her 18th birthday and. We had already been, and so we've done, you know, the Empire State Building and all that good stuff. So we wanted to kind of do some behind-the-scenes things in New York and found a cookie dough cafe in Greenwich Village. And we both love cookie dough, so we, of course, had that on our list. And once I got there, I just—Greenwich Village reminded me a lot of Athens. Um, NYU is right there, and, you know, there were college kids everywhere, and— it was just a good kind of hometown feel that I get when I'm in Athens. And once I got to the cookie dough cafe, I thought, oh, my gosh, this would just go over great in Athens. Um, I literally called my husband right there and he looked into it. He's, you know, and he's been an entrepreneur in the past as well. So that didn't scare him. And he said, you know, just from looking at other cookie dough places around the country, it seems like a really great business plan, you know, great business model. And he said, the place in New York does not franchise, but he said, let's, let's look into it. Let's do it. And um, we didn't waste any time. I had already signed a teaching contract for the next year. So I knew that I was teaching. And so it was it was a little hairy for the next um, few months because I did teach. And we opened in January of 2019 in downtown Athens. 
Well, so what a great place to open. Uh, yeah. I, I, you just had basically two jobs at one time. and <laughs> I did. It meant you did, probably didn't see your kids very often or your husband, either one, but you had a Didn't get much sleep, but yeah. I got it done. But you had a plan, and you had a Absolutely. plan to be an entrepreneur, and I think that plan with entrepreneurs is what's made America great. There's just no question Absolutely. in my mind about that. Completely agree. I, I tell my kids all the time, I said, you you got to get in the box to get out of the box. That's right. <laughs> and if you don't know what you're doing, you can't get out and do something about it. So uh, I believe in right. action or anything. So, so you're in the cookie dough business. And by the way, you're listening to uh, the cookie dough lady, <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> D- Dolander, and she has alumni cookie dough in Athens yes. and other places. So right. how has it gone over in Athens? It has gone over so great. I cannot even, I can't even explain or express the amount of support that we have received from Athens. It has just been amazing. Um, We're an approved vendor for the University of Georgia. Um, We're in most of the Jittery Joe's locations around Athens. They're our wholesale customer. And it's just been, it's been amazing. Even during the pandemic, when, you know, things were on complete shutdown, I would have people, you know, order curbside pickup and it just, the support was completely overwhelming. I feel so, so lucky that I got to be a part of that during quarantine because so many people were stuck at home and I, I just it was such a great feeling to be in the middle of everything because I got to see a lot of good that was, it was honestly hidden from so many people. Um, so it really, it was an amazing experience and Athens has just been wonderful. How you started the franchise operation. Yes. So we, (laughs) if there's one thing just that you know about me and really my husband as well is we don't, think about things too long, we, we definitely take action. And I just, I believe that, you know, especially with my experience in 2012, you know, life is short. And if you believe in something and, and you know that you're going to have the hard work and the work ethic to put behind it, I say, go for it. (laughs) And so that's exactly what we did. Um, we, like I said, we started the Downtown Athens Cafe in January 2019, shortly after we had received um, a lot of interest um, in the Augusta area. And we opened our second location through a partnership um, in November of 2019. And we really thought shortly after we got that going, you know, this is a great franchise model. It's It is not expensive to open because we don't have any stoves or ovens. There's no venting. So it makes the startup cost very affordable. And it is a profitable profitable business. Um, The, you know, the margins are very good. And I thought, you know, we really need to look into this. So we called our friends over at Jittery Joe's and knew that they had franchised, and we asked them who their franchise attorneys were. Um, They highly recommended their attorneys, and so we actually used them. They're the same attorneys that have worked with several um, Athens restaurants, so we felt very comfortable with them. 
And we went through that process and I'm a very big picture person. I, I like to see the big picture. And so splitting those hairs, um, when it comes to franchising, it was a painful process for me, but looking back, I know that alumni cookie dough is so much stronger because of it. We had to really dive deep and get into the nitty gritty details of this business. And um, we sold our first franchise during the pandemic. Um, and that that location will open this summer in Marietta, Georgia. So and we have several other locations that are pretty close to signing. So it's going to be an interesting summer. Well, I want to get into a little bit of details about how you start a cookie dough franchise. But uh I can tell you, I know a lot about Augusta. I spent nine years down there, and I, that's a great market for what you're doing, unquestionably. And then Marietta, my son, uh, is a PE teacher for about 1,300 kids a week, and uh, i got to get him and all of his kids to go over there and eat it. So, uh, Absolutely. And we've got <laughs> two uh, partners for you. Uh, but that tell me, great. if, if uh, this is obviously an opportunity to pay it forward, not just yeah. to do what you're doing, but to give people an opportunity to enjoy something and tell others to go there. So how do yes. you start an alumni franchise? Well, on our website, which is just alumnicookiedo.com, we have all of the steps there. And what I always like to tell people is, you know, my husband nor myself were in the restaurant business before we started this. And so we made a lot of mistakes that first year, and we have learned so much. And by by really getting into the franchise model, that is what you're paying for. You're paying someone else because they've made all those costly mistakes, and you don't have to. You know, we've made the mistakes. We've wasted money that first year. Um, so we're really, we've got it pretty ironed out to where it is a great model. It is so simple. I don't like the word easy at all because it is a lot of hard work. Um, but I really love this model because you don't have to win the genetic lottery or the Georgia lottery in that matter to um, to start this business. It is, um, it's an affordable business to start. And I think that is so, it's such a great concept just for the American family that you can start a business. You know, you don't have to be a millionaire to start a business. And that was a really good feeling to me. It was like this, you know, the average family in America can do this. And it's just with a lot of hard work, but you can do it. Well, it sounds like the mistake that you've made, and uh, granted, I have done that myself. I tried to open Oliver Twist ice cream shop in front of a theater in Augusta, and it failed right. miserably because when they came out of the theater, they, didn't, they weren't hungry. They'd eaten popcorn and everything else. <laughs> but I did have a successful restaurant, so again, I can empathize with you there for four years. But uh, I, uh, I just think that what you need is something, like you say, that's simple, that, that you've already taken the risk, and the franchisee uh, would not have to necessarily take the risk if they follow your plan. Yes. And, and uh, I, uh, I applaud that very much. Uh, what about uh, uh, your ideas about the future? I mean, do you, do you want to open five franchises every two years, or do you have any plans like that? You know, my goal this year was to open to have five. Um, 
by the by the end of this year. And I think we will get there. Um, and then just kind of see. I've never, you know, I've I've never done this before. So I want to make sure that I'm able to dedicate enough time to all my franchisees. Um, that's something, you know, I never want them to feel neglected or that they're not getting what they need. So I will really kind of make that determination as time goes on. Um, but I do feel I feel I feel strongly, especially especially after opening Augusta. You know, I planned on being there for about a week after they opened, and um, after a few days, I thought, okay, I think I'm in the way. <laughs> so, um, you know, I went home after just a few days, and they have done fantastic. So, I think that just um, goes back to the business model, and it's just a really, really, it's a great, strong, simple model. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. It's something I'm I'm going to play by ear, and I really want to dedicate that time to the franchisees. So we'll see how it goes. Well, I like the idea that you said you're going to play by year, not by ear. Right. <laughs> uh, you're going to play by year, but you've got a great model, it sounds like to me, and a lot of people should be interested in it. Uh, I, I think uh, you're a fighter, and uh, you had to be to get where you are. But yes. I, I do believe uh, sincerely that life is 90% positive attitude and the other 10% doesn't count. I really Absolutely. believe that. Uh, it's all about attitude and where you want to take something uh, to make it successful. Well, right. so you're not a negative person. You're a positive person. And I learned a long time ago that we control what comes out of our mouth and what we say right. and, and also what we do. Uh, you said, look, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it with a lot of help from above and a lot of help from my children and my husband. That's called yes. a lot of help. Uh, Absolutely. And it's made it work for you uh, in a great sort of way. Uh, why did you call it alumni cookie dough? I like that idea. Thank you so much. Well, my husband and I are both alumni of the University of Georgia. And since we were started in downtown Athens, we thought, what better what better, you know, way to represent Athens and us being alumni and huge Bulldog supporters than calling it alumni cookie dough. And really, it can go anywhere. There are alumni in every single city <laughs> in, the, in the country. So we thought this is really, this is a great place to start and it can grow from here. Well, I hope any listeners that we have from North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Florida, anywhere, and pick up on right. this alumni idea and call you for a franchise. We'll just uh, support you in every way about that. Uh, and Thank I also you. see that, that your story is so great and so sound because I think out of uh, uh, tragedies and other things that seem to put us back, we grow for it and we succeed for it. And Absolutely. you have done that in, in every way. Absolutely. Well, and I, I do want to add that a, a huge part of our backbone of Alumni Cookie Dough is really giving back to the community. And we actually felt so strongly about this that we wrote it in the FDD. And so we're requiring that of our franchisees. Um, we have a flavor of the month every month, which is a really fun flavor. This month, it's strawberry shortcake. And so we choose a local, um, a local organization. Um, sometimes it, it can be a club from the University of Georgia. It just 
just depends on who contacts me and we feel like it's a good fit for us. But we give back a percentage of those sales every month to a local organization. So we just really feel like that's a great way for us to bond with the community and um, and give back. It's just, it's a great business. And, you know, I, I really feel strongly that um, we are blessed to be a blessing to others. And that's what we're doing at Alumni Cookie Dome. Oh, that's fantastic. Let me ask you, how do you serve this? How many flavors do you have? And do you serve it in a cup or on a cone? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? We actually do both. We have cups and we also have waffle cones and waffle bowls. But we make our cookie dough fresh every single day in our little kitchen. And we have 12 um, flavors that are in the well. So it's, it's a well just like you would serve ice cream out of. But instead of ice cream, we have cookie dough. Um, and we do make it fresh every day. So it, it literally tastes like you are licking the bowl. Um, we also have chocolate and vanilla ice cream. And so we have a lot of people that come in and they make sundaes or you know, you can get a cookie dough sundae, you can get a cookie dough milkshake. Um, it is truly a remarkable item. <laughs> it is so good. And we have um, we have a lot of a lot of repeat business, which is wonderful. Well, if you can't make it on 12 flavors, I, I don't know why people have to have 30 <laughs> or 40 flavors. I, I, I just take I one know, of those I, would work out. Absolutely. I agree. And we do have gluten free, vegan, and we even have keto options for those um, people that are watching their sugar intake. So we try to try to please everybody as much as we can. Well, and I'm sure you do. I want to remind everybody that we've got Jennifer Dolander uh, with us, and she's the uh, founder and president and CEO and everything else of Alumni Cookie Dough, and they have a franchise waiting for you. Now, you might have to go to another town because Athens is covered, but uh, that's the way the (laughs) territory works. But it's very simple. It's uh, If you have a friend or relative, say, in South Carolina or anywhere, uh, that might uh, have a good town that would be responsive to a cookie dough, which I don't know any town that wouldn't, uh, then <laughs> get in touch with her. Now, how do they get in touch with you if they're interested in starting a franchise? Absolutely. So the best way really is to go onto our website, alumnicookiedough.com, and just hit the franchise tab. Um, there's lots of information on there and also a contact information. Well, that's the way to get it done. And again, uh, you would with, be withholding something very important to another community if you don't get an alumni cookie dough franchise going Absolutely. somewhere. Every, every town needs cookie dough. So, And this is totally safe to eat, and it's bakeable. So you can eat half and bake the other half if you want to. Oh, you mean you can take it home with you? Absolutely. Okay. Well, that means a lot because uh, you're just uh, never without Alumni cookie dough. Uh, That's right. We have a lot of people that come in and get our dough to go, which is our pints and our quarts. But they always have it in their refrigerator. Well, I want to get your takeaway as it relates to hope because that's who we are. But I I like the way your tips or your motto says, life short, eat the dough, and changing (laughs) lives one scoop at a time. That's cool. Absolutely. That has been our motto since day one. So we are, it's stuck with us for sure. Well, it works uh, with me and it works, I hope, with our listeners. And I just applaud you for being an entrepreneur, somebody that believes, hey, you got to believe in yourself first, don't you? Absolutely. 
absolutely no yeah. doubt about that and then you can carry it forward with a lot of hope and a lot of work and you've done well at that and we just appreciate having you here and uh, keep us in touch about the cookie dough business thank you so much for having me it has been it's been so much fun i've really enjoyed it well thank you for being with us Subscribe to our new YouTube channel, Hope with Danny. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hope with Danny. Visit our website and subscribe to our newsletter at hopewithdanny.com. Remember, it's all about hope. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.